Hey everybody, welcome to the podcast and thanks for listening. It's good to have you here. We hope you had an awesome Labor Day. I know that we all did and that's why we didn't record last night, but we definitely wanted to check in and uh, give a podcast for y'all and talk about some things before the, uh, the final game of the season. So and to be completely honest, uh, this podcast starts off on a bit of a pensive note. Uh, we need... We really, really, really need Sky Blue to win uh, Tuesday night. So tonight against Chicago Red Stars, anything other than a win will disqualify the Royals from the playoffs. So kind of a lot to lean on to hope for the the only team who hasn't won a game to win a game to keep us alive is definitely not really a situation we want to be in, but it's the situation that we found ourselves in. And it's kind of a gloomy one, but I think ultimately as the season comes to a close that there's a lot to be proud of this season and sometimes it's kind of hard to be proud of a team when they don't make the playoffs or you know especially when they were expected to or maybe they weren't but regardless uh this year has been awesome truly fantastic and it's been made even better by being able to do the podcast and being able to interact with a lot of you and talking to the team and really building another part of our soccer club in our city that we can be really, really proud of. So even though I think that there will be disappointment if we don't make the playoffs, there's still a lot of, you know, I think feelings that this was an awesome year. I know I definitely feel that way and proud to be a part of it and happy to be a part of it. Um, So that's what's happening tonight on thursday we have the meet the team night and like i said saturday last game of the season likely um regardless it's going to be the last home game so pack the riot saturday pack it pack it pack it and don't forget sunscreen because you know that'd be bad so go out and enjoy enjoy the last game So sad to say that. Oh, well. All right. So the World Cup qualifiers were this morning for Rachel Corsi, Elise Torsness, and Gunny. And unfortunately, Gunny and Iceland did not make it out of all three teams, uh, Scotland, Norway, and Iceland. Going into this international break, Iceland was probably in the best position to qualify for the World Cup. They did not get in after uh, a rough game against Germany and a draw this morning against the Czech Republic. So Iceland, unfortunately, not in. Really, really feel bad and heartbreaks for Gunny because especially with the male team qualifying in the last World Cup and that being such a cool story, you know, you really wanted one of her own to get in. Oh, well, you know, what, what can you do? They still put up some excellent performances across the stretch. On a more positive note, though, uh, Rachel Corsi captained Scotland today, and they they won their game, and they are officially in the World Cup. The same with Elise Torsness, uh, where Norway also qualified for the World Cup today, which is pretty fantastic. Uh, Elise wasn't in the squad. She's still rehabbing from injury. And, yeah, we don't know specifics about whether she'll be in gold next year or not, but still it's, you know, someone who has repped our colors who qualified for the world cup. So that's pretty fantastic and pretty awesome. Um, the United States. So, you know, Sauerbrunn press and O'Hara 
have a game tonight against Chile, and they have their qualifiers coming up pretty soon. We'll definitely be potting and keeping you updated on that. So uh, the gist is that we've got some Royals players in the World Cup. That is pretty freaking awesome. So especially because Norway and Scotland were not, uh, I guess the best way to say this is that they were not in the best positions to win their group outright going into the international break, unlike Iceland, but they did what they needed to do and some chips fell their way and neither one of them have to play in. They both automatically qualify to the World Cup. So that's awesome. Super stoked for them. World Cup, as we all know, is a big deal. So to the highly, I don't know if it's highly, but to the anticipated survey uh, that we were able to do for the fan poll, that's what we'll spend the rest of this episode talking about. So we had 136 responses, which is a decent amount. It's definitely not as many as we had hoped would come in, but that was also partially our fault. We should have rolled it out earlier. Uh, it all The timing was also bad, clashing with the SoundCloud domain change. And, uh, you know, so that that overall wasn't super great. Uh, Speaking of the SoundCloud change, uh, listening dropped by about 400 to 500 people last week. Um, So hopefully we can change that up. So if you're listening, you obviously found us. But, you know, be sure to tell your friends if you haven't heard already that you can find us on our own separate SoundCloud and iTunes account. Uh, just by searching Utah Royals FC show and bam, we'll also hopefully, well, not, not hopefully we will roll out a Facebook page here soon as well. Um, anyways, back to the survey. It was a lot of fun and really, really interesting to see some of the results that people had. Uh, data though is, is always fun, at least in my opinion. And even though, uh, you know, our responses were based upon really only what we know from social media and it may not be a hundred percent accurate, uh, it was still a lot of fun and doing the process. We learned a lot too. Um, mainly I learned that when setting up the survey next year, we need a little bit more oversight because, uh, we had four uh, submissions come in in a, all at the same time. And all of them skipped every question that didn't involve Katie Stangle and voted selectively for Katie Stangle and the ones that she was in. So uh, that's a little bit, who knows, who knows? She says she didn't do it on Twitter, but uh, who knows, who knows? She probably didn't do it, but it's hilarious anyways. Um, And also we know how, uh, you know, women's soccer is, but also had two people write in Kristen Press for every answer, which was like kind of, okay, whatever. And uh, Amy Rodriguez definitely is not a co-host on the podcast. Don't know where that came from. Uh, but other than that, it was really, really, really exciting to, to see some of the results that came out. And uh, so for next year, we're definitely going to expand it. We're going to roll it out sooner so more people can vote. It can be around longer. And we're definitely going to do trophies. I wanted to do trophies this year and hand them out at Meet the Team Night, but I didn't, you know, none of us really had the extra cash for it. So we might set up a Patreon and then we'll use that money to do trophies, maybe some fan nights. Uh, those types of things for next year. So that'll be a lot of fun. So, anyways, to the awards. Best dancer really came down to Lola Bonta. And Desiree Scott, Lola Bonta is your winner with 54.2%. Not really a big surprise there at all, at all. Um, Best accent. 
the winner for that was Rachel Corsi with 34.7%. Uh, I don't want to speak for everyone on the show, but Rachel Corsi definitely has the best accent, hands down, hands down. And you can understand her Scottish accent. A lot of times uh, you can't understand Scottish accents, so yeah. Um, Katrina Gorey came in with 19.8%, and uh, Gunny just behind her with 18.2%. Although Gunny's accent's really interesting because I feel like you can barely pick it up. Um, we had a couple people write in Laura Harvey. We had a couple people vote for uh, actually more than a couple. We had 22%. Uh, vote for Katie Bowen, and that's a great accent too. And unfortunately, our poor Canadians didn't crack anything with a single vote. So that's a bummer. Oh well. Oh well. Canada A. Oh well. Um, best flop options were Rapino and Becca Moros. Really glad that Becca Moros got ninety-one point nine percent of the vote here. Way to go, Royals Nation. Way to go. Uh, someone did write in any Brazilian player. I think that's probably specifically reference to Marta, which would definitely be accurate. So kudos, kudos. Uh, biggest coffee addict? This is kind of a silly question because uh, we don't actually know that much. Uh, we just know that Katie Stengel owes a lot of people coffee, and that's pretty much it. Uh, we also know Samantha Johnson drinks a lot of it. So Katie Stengel wins that award. And Samantha Johnson is second. And I guess Kristen Press drinks a lot of coffee, too. But, you know, who knows? Who knows? Uh, although that coffee, that coffee currency, maybe that's how those votes came in for Katie Stengel. Who knows? Uh, most likely to be a vegan. This one came down to Erica Timrak and also Erica Timrak. There were additional votes for Erica Timrak, but in this box, as well as Timrak Erica, and definitely Erica Timrak. Congratulations to one of my favorite players, Erica Timrak, for winning the most likely to be a vegan award. Well done. All right. So next question. This is where it got really interesting. Who has the cutest dog? Also, by the way, sorry if you have a dog and we don't know about it. Dogs are great. We found out that a lot of other players had dogs throughout this process, so lots of write-ins. That was cool. Anyways, Abby Smith takes it easily. 64, or 52%, 64 of the votes are all for Jace, who is admittedly a very cute dog. Um, Erica Timrak, who has the most adorable dog, in my opinion, on the planet, Sir Chai, or just Chai, 27% of the vote. EJ Proctor, uh, former squad, uh, former practice player, also picked up 11% of the... Uh, sorry, words are hard. 11% of the vote. Uh, her dog is also adorable. And then there were a bunch of write-ins for Cats Are Cuter Than Dogs, uh, Kristen Press, Taylor Isom, and Lola Bonta, whose dog is not actually hers. It's Roger... Uh, Roger, who shall not be named, because he plays for Kansas City. <laughs> um, but those folks all pulled like one vote individually. Uh, most avid reader, this is also sort of like, how do we measure this? Maybe it's a popularity contest. Maybe it's not. Um, anyways, so lots of write-ins for Becky Sarabrun. We totally missed that um, in doing the like setup for the questions, but Regardless, that would still only be like 6% of the vote if we were to add them all up together. Um, Katrina Gorey came in with 13% of the vote. Becca Moros came in with 
uh, 23% of the vote. And I know personally that Becca Moros reads a lot. Uh, talking with Trey Fitzgerald, uh, Trey says that uh, Becca Moros is one of the smartest people he's ever met. So that's pretty cool. Uh, Kristen Press also reads a lot, evidently, with 57.5% of the vote. All right, funniest on social media. This was great. So we had a couple people write in, Samantha Johnson and Erica Timrak and Kelly O'Hara. But the ultimate winner should be no surprise, honestly. Lover to death, Katie Stengel with 75% of the vote. So landslide. Lola Bonta's social media game is also pretty good uh, with 16% of the vote. And I think a lot of people underestimate how funny Alex Arlett actually is. She's hilarious with 6.2% of the vote. All right, most likely to trip on the stairs. Alexa Newfield, period. Someone wrote in Stengel. That's wrong. Alexa Newfield is the only acceptable answer. We miss you. That was fantastic. All right. The more performance-based awards coming up. Uh, so for who is the most clutch on the Royals, it's going to be Brittany Ratcliffe. 40% of the vote, as it should be, with those two fantastic goals against North Carolina. Absolutely fantastic. Um, Katie Stengel came close with 38% of the vote again. Uh, so second place there for her. And Amy Rodriguez with 20% of the 21% of the vote had that fantastic goal uh, last week. As far as comeback player of the year, uh, I don't want to speak for everyone else, but I'm really surprised that Kelly O'Hara has 29% of the vote here. I don't feel like that's accurate. I know I'm probably going to be upsetting people here, uh, but I, I don't see how playing 20 minutes in one game after an injury like brings you to the level of being a comeback player of the year. So definitely probably kind of a problem there. But honestly, honestly, what an incredibly fantastic year for Nicole Barnhart, who, uh, as warranted, takes home the comeback player of the year, taking over the role from Abby Smith with 39% of the vote. Taylor Lytle also really stepped in the past eight games or so, taking just short of 10% of the vote. And Katie Bowen, since the departure of... Um, <coughs> uh, has been fantastic as well, taking in just over 19% of the vote. Katie Bowen, don't sleep on Katie Bo Bowen. She has been fantastic. All right, so the most valuable player... Man, what a year. So we have several write-ins for Rachel Corsi, for Becca Moros, for Kristen Press. Uh, but it really comes down to Katie Stengel, Amy Rodriguez, Gunny, and Becky. Becky is the MVP, the most valuable player, uh, as chosen by listeners of the Royals FC show with 46% of the vote. Katie Stengel came close with 31% of the vote. Amy Rodriguez had just short of 7% of the vote and Gunny with 12% of the vote. I feel like that's a really, a really accurate description and depiction of, I think, who was most valuable on our team. Granted, you know, we love all players. Uh, love having you in Utah. They all contribute. But, uh, you know, oh, captain, my captain, Becky Sauerbrunn has been beyond phenomenal. Absolutely beyond phenomenal. All right. So co-host most likely to get nutmegged. I will happily take that with 37% of the vote. Thank you for voting accurately on that. You know, I had a big lead when uh, 
the first couple of days that the the polling had been out, I had like 60% of the vote. I don't know what happened there. I wanted to win by a landslide. I didn't. Y'all failed. I am definitely the co-host most likely to get nutmegged. Um, so that's the, the results of the poll and the player awards. It was a lot of fun to do. A lot of fun to do. So if you contributed to that, thank you. Um, if you didn't, keep your eyes peeled because we'll definitely do it again next year and it will be a lot more hyped up, vamped up, and elaborate and bougie with trophies, hopefully. Um, anyways, so we just, that's pretty much the show. Uh, this is the only time we could get around to it before the Meet the Team night and we really wanted to get the awards out before then. So that's the show this week. We'll be back next week talking about uh however saturday goes and however tonight goes with sky blue and the chicago red stars um but as always like thank you for listening to the royals fc show uh keep sharing it with your friends keep interacting with us on twitter we love it and we'll see you later mistake.